1: You're on with Mario Lopez. Hey, you're on Mario and
2: Courtney Lopez. And joining us right now, a good friend of the show, he's been on a few times, legendary singer Michael Bolton. How's it going, Michael?
3: It's going excellent. It's, uh, you, you know, technology is a piece of cake, so
2: this <laughs> is of Technology is, uh, as Mario always says, he's kind of like Fred Flintstone, so he has the same troubles
3: <laughs> with technology
2: as well. Um, but you're hosting the Celebrity Dating Game. It's uh, over on ABC, yeah. Monday nights, um... So regular people are going to be winning dates with celebrities, right?
3: You are correct. This
4: is exciting. Of,
3: uh, I mean, I I watched the celebrity dating game. Well, not celebrity, but the dating game. You know, in the '60s, it was huge. In between '65 and '73, mm-hmm. and um, and I noticed that some of the biggest actors, <clears throat> some of the people who became some of our world's biggest actors, were um, contestants. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah. Um, Sally Field and Ron Howard, Arnold Schwarzenegger. (gasps) Um, And it was funny, I mean, in context anyway, because then I don't think people knew who they were.
4: I did not know that.
3: Another fact, it's something I'm teaching the world. Yes, you are. (laughs) Thank you. A lot of people didn't know that, but I I wanted to do my homework, so I watched a bunch of episodes.
2: And, and And, um, oh, sorry, Zoe Deschanel is your co-host, right?
3: Zoe... Is Janelle is my amazing co-host.
2: So what is the dynamic like between the two of you?
3: So we have, we had enough time during rehearsals to get to know each other and get our sense of humor, basically <clears throat> our mutual sense of humor working. She is such a pleasure to work with and we just have fun on the set. And a lot of times you're waiting in between, well, you know, lighting resets and there are, kind of interruptions and she's just fun to hang out with and a great sense of humor and then she's she's very cute she's known to be very cute that's what she says that's what people tell her
4: (laughs) I I can totally see you guys cracking jokes all the time is that what happens
3: (laughs) that's what's going on on the set I totally can see that Um, which is encouraged um by the network because um it turns out you know, the more fun it looks like we're having, the more fun the audience is going to
4: have. Oh, 100%. 100%. Now, 100%. I, I've heard some exciting news that you're going to be singing on the show and doing some parodies of your hits. Is that true?
3: That's very true. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I was That's part of the whole deal closer for me when I heard we were going to have lots of music throughout the show. Um, and then I got this list of songs, like maybe 50 or 60 of them, And realized I'm going to do 16 songs for 16 episodes. Hmm. Wow. Let's see what voice is left by the end of all that.
4: (laughs) Oh, you're a professional. Um, It'll be great.
3: But I, you know, uh, that's, that's, I I was told, Michael, you're a professional. She should be nothing to you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the songs you're singing in kind of high range. Right, right. voice. Right. And so um, halfway through, I was feeling really relieved that we got through the, you know, the bulk of. The heavy lifting, basically. Um, you, and then, um, yes?
2: Oh, no. I, you, you had mentioned some of the, the celebrities uh, in the, the original version of the show. Who are some of the celebrities we're going to see this time?
3: Well, let's see. Am, am I prepared to tell you that? And I don't know if they want me to mention all the names.
2: Who's um, one?
3: <laughs> okay, so Gabriel uh, Iglesias. Oh, Fluffy. Oh, okay. Aww. Iggy Azalea. Okay. Who I didn't know was like the biggest female rapper in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Australian, and it was so funny. You so should do a collab with her. With, um, you know, it, it, I think it entered both our minds, actually, because I have a huge core um, base of fans in Australia, and I love Australia. Yeah. So you wouldn't have to twist my arm to go there and record and do promotion. Um, And she was really funny because there's so much that happens unexpectedly if you just let two people talk about Mm -hmm. a date and wherever that conversation goes. And this, one of the contestants, this guy, had no idea how uh, he was kind of offending um, uh, Iggy by um, not knowing anything about Australia. Oh. And and he kept saying, well, you know, well I know there's kangaroos there. That's what they got, kangaroos. <laughs> and, and I would see the look on her face, and I think, this guy doesn't really want the date that badly. Right. Because he's pushing the wrong buttons there. So, they can't see it. Yeah, well, that that that
4: those. kind of answers my next question. Do do the contestants know who the celebrity um datey,
3: dater.
5: Like yeah, do they know know who it is?
3: No, they don't know who it is. And when I start to sing, I'm singing uh, a classic song that the world is, you know, has embraced forever. And then I get to certain notes, and I change the lyrics to to a parody to give the audience and give the the contestants um, a clue. Oh,
4: help them
3: guess who I'm singing to and who that's who that's. Celebrity guest is,
4: and then so, do you let them guess?
3: Um, yes, we prompt them. We we encourage them to guess, and it's pretty funny because you don't know if someone's going to be embarrassed by the name, by you know who they think your voice is. Your voice sounds very much like Steve Perry. Are you Steve Perry? <laughs> and We start laughing because we know it's not Steve Perry. <laughs> but we also can't give too much away. Right. Right. Um, so you kind of can't, you know, like there are a few, few of them that are friends of mine, a few guests, celebrity guests uh, that I, I wanted to go over there and hug and, you know, but first of all, there was COVID. Second of all, mm-hmm. then everybody would know I knew the person, right? And um, so there are always like parameters basically to to be conscious of, but um, it was just it was just a lot of fun. Uh, you know, Margaret Cho. Yes. Yes. Margaret Cho, I love Margaret Cho. Um she may have pulled off one of the funniest bits <laughs> oh of all, goodness. but there there are a whole bunch of them. I'm just um, trying to keep up with the latest news about what we can say and what we can't say yet.
2: Yeah, because you don't want to give it all away. And... Can
4: you right. – do, do, do they actually go on a date?
3: So that's um, – that's not a decision that I make. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to watch this show. totally. this I did have, I did have a couple of people hitting on me, which is kind of cute. Well, you, you know, never in know. An awkward, in an awkward way.
4: Yeah, but I mean, I, you never
3: know who you're going to.
2: So we're going to have, we'll have to follow up with Iggy Azalea and see if she actually went on the date with a yeah. guy who was obsessed with kangaroos or not.
3: Um, I, I mean, I thought it was going to get hostile. I mean, really, because Australians are very proud about their country and but she was really um she was just kind of hammering this guy with like, do, do you know anything at all about <laughs> I, so bits like that become entertaining and unexpected unexpectedly
2: yeah you said that there's um, there's a lot of funny moments and obviously the iggy moment was a little awkward were there more awkward moments than funny moments or more funny than awkward
3: uh more funny than awkward, but definitely awkward moments throughout um, there's um, again I'm in an area that uh, I've not been advised about what I can into, <laughs> how far I can get into it, but um,
2: what you're saying is watch uh,
3: i you know what that's what i'm really saying
5: <laughs> yes <laughs> so
2: just watch I
3: know the answer watch. The show, watch Celebrity Dating Game, and come along for this ride where people looking to be matched and looking for love um, say the funniest things.
2: So I know that you also have a podcast. Is this the first time you've hosted something on television, like a show like this?
3: Um, well, I've had, um, I've had some specials. Um, I did a Netflix special, my Sexy Valentine's Day special. And we started talking about doing more, Um, and this is the first time that I've actually ever hosted a reality show, so it was kind of daunting at the beginning.
4: Yeah, it took it, a little
3: while to just get used to it. No,
4: totally, totally. Um,
3: I'm used to walking up to the mic and singing. Right? <laughs>
4: no, because you have to be on and you have yeah. to just be able to respond and everything's organic. And you're, and it's,
3: you're running it. Well, now you tell me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, switching gears on a bit. On and
3: funny. On and
4: funny, <laughs> yeah, no pressure, no pressure.
3: Um, Zoe I, is awesome at, at doing that, too. She was taking on the heavy lifting as far as introducing the next celebrity guests, contestants. Um, it was great. I kind of had a sigh of relief. And yeah. How much, it's, how much work that really is. Honestly.
4: It's nice when you have somebody to play off of and to, you know, yeah. carry the load with you. But switching gears for a bit, I see you're playing a bunch of live shows later this year. Are you excited to get back on stage with your fans?
3: I am so excited. It's Excited isn't the word. I mean, yeah. it's like... I want, I want it to start happening so I can breathe again about it and my band and crew and, you know, 20 people I travel with, you know, they have families as well and everybody's big question mark, big looming when, when do we have life again? When are we back to life? Um, but we're feeling it and the promoters are calling in and actually moving forward with contracts and commitments and that's a tell because that's a good I'm sign. sure a lot of people are concerned about insurance and everybody being safe. Of course, it has, has to, you know, jump through a few hoops to to get real. Right. There's a lot of extra and steps I'm, I'm going them. forward. Yep. Yep. And they're they're being taken. And um, I had a um, a month in England booked right right when uh, the pandemic hit, and that's back on the books. Great. So. Um, again, I'll, I'll believe it and I'll, I'll tell you when it's happening.
4: I know. Well, during the pandemic, did you use that opportunity to write any new music?
3: Um, I wrote an entire, I wrote and produced an entire album. Awesome. Um, and I got to work with a lot of young writers who who were, had never really written on Zoom or, you know, FaceTime before. Right. It worked worked for us because we were all hungry to be musical again. I mean, the main thing I wanted to see, I wanted to see my family. Mm -hmm. Like, kind of flipping out about that. I just want to hug the kids.
4: Yeah.
3: And um, eventually that happened after some quarantine. And then I think we were just going crazy not making music. So we we found a way. That's great. Um, and so, yeah, this entire album with a lot of young artists, young producers, songwriters, bringing fresh ideas. And they wanted, to, they wanted something classic mm-hmm. in, their, you know, in their careers as songwriters. And, and I wanted something fresh and contemporary. So hopefully between the two, uh, we, we merged enough to get songs that people are going to really love.
4: Well, you know, you know, as soon as you write something, right, you feel it, you know, you say like, this is good. So, you you
3: know, know you're on to something. Right. When Um, when you are.
4: Right. Okay, Michael. Well, before we let you go, we're going to put you on the spot. Quick questions, quick answers. Okay.
3: Oh, this
2: again. Yes. (laughs) yes. Every time.
3: Where's
4: Mario? (laughs) (laughs)
5: Um,
4: Mario, I know he was sad. He was so sad to have to leave. But we want to know what is your perfect date?
3: Wow. (laughs) Um, There's so many possibilities. I think, though, that um, the perfect date would be um, at a really quiet restaurant with a corner table so you could hear every word. Mm Mm-hmm. And you could hear yourself think. hmm um, and conversation that makes you feel like you've known the person you're dating forever. Okay. Where so you can almost finish each other's sentences.
4: That sounds not like not in a
3: predictable way. <laughs> you know, that kinda
4: sounds know. like that would be your soulmate.
3: So that's that's my idea of a perfect
4: date. Okay, if you could invite anyone to dinner, who would it be?
3: I don't think I can. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the correct answer was Michael Bolton. It was to invite yourself to dinner. Uh, go to late night snack.
3: Uh, at least I know what I eat. <laughs> What's that?
2: Go to late night snack.
3: Late night snack. Um, I'm really trying, and I'm doing pretty well at power bars. Hmm. Um. As compared to the chips, like six different types of chips that are in the kitchen. I know.
4: I had some last, I caved and had some last night. I'm so mad at myself. You
3: did. What kind did you have?
4: Well, I bought French onion dip at this grocery store. And then I knew I had just plain Lay's potato chips at home. And well, mama went to town.
2: You had this at like 11 p.m.?
4: (laughs) No, but I had it at like 8.30, which is, I don't want to have it that late.
2: Okay. No, that makes sense.
3: Yeah, I, I hear you. I'm, I'm trying. I'm really trying.
2: I had to stop buying chips because I would yeah. just eat them if they were there. So.
3: Eat all the way to the bottom of the bag, basically. Basically, no like... The bag, that's the problem. Yeah, you just, don't want to waste anything. Just like a, just like a <laughs>
2: monster over the sink, just shoving them in your mouth. Um, um, if, if you could take a class, what would the subject be?
3: Hmm... I would probably, I would probably want a, a class where I could actually really learn to play piano and well enough that I could play it and sing. I, I write on the piano, but I'm a guitarist. Oh, okay. And my whole life, I felt like I'm going to learn piano. I'm going to learn piano. I, my life got too busy in '86, '87. Everything took off, and next thing I knew, ten years later, I. Written 15 20 hits and songs for a lot of other artists but not one of them on the piano wow um, so I, I I'd like to I, I'd like to have a shot at learning piano
4: okay I'm if you, not sure
3: which class which music class that would be but that, that's the reason
4: piano class no that'd be great yeah that would be awesome and I feel like you'd be so good at it because you already no. Yeah. Some right. Things. Right. Like, I think you would just be awesome if you could teach a class. What would the subject be?
3: Wow. Um. Probably music-oriented um young aspiring writer artists. Hmm. Um. Because I've found that I, I'm often asked, you know, because people, a lot of people know. It took me 18 years from my first record contract until my first hit song.
4: 18 years, wow. And
3: 18 years, yeah. Um, I was 34 when I had um, Soul Provider come out. Um, and looking back, I realized that I didn't have a plan B.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: So people would ask, you know, so what do you do? Like, when you know, I mean, isn't it hard to like not know where your rent check is coming from? And then, yeah, it's really hard to. Re- when you have a family, it's, it's brutal. It's just, you know, you can't let the kids know how tough it is. Right. Um, but I never forget that time. I never forget where I came from and how hard it was to get to where I've, I've been. Um, I think when I, when I hear hunger in a, in a person's voice and the passion in their voice, that I know they're going to really go for it. And if I get a chance to actually hear, hear them do some singing and I go, wow. That, that, should be, um, that should be streaming. It should be on the radio. It should be everywhere. Um, what do you, you know, what do you want to do? Well, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, thinking of an R and B career. Whatever it is, I feel like I could give them advice that would potentially expedite the process, or at least give them more encouragement. Um, as tough as the business is, now I would never talk anybody into diving into the music business i would also never try to um
2: talk them out out of it yeah yeah yeah
3: thank you very much yeah (laughs) um you can you can finish my uh,
2: look at that we're soulmates i'm already finishing your sentences
3: we're at a corner (laughs) table missing is the restaurant
2: (laughs) exactly we're just missing all that
3: (laughs) on
1: with mario lopez